This week's bonus interview is perfect to kick off the week of Thanksgiving. John Wayne is famous for saying, How you doing, pilgrim? That wasn't John Wayne. That was me. Flawless impersonation. But this week, we have a real-life cowboy. We have Western filmmaker Bill Foster. Bill Foster has a great story. And with my wife being a teacher... He was a teacher, then an administrator, retired, and then he said, you know what? I want to try this acting, filmmaking thing. And he's been doing a great job. He's only about four years in, and he is crushing it. And one thing that I, one word to describe my conversation with Bill that you can really hear through the interview and actually feel from him is his passion for what he does, and he cares about the people that works for him. So enjoy Bill Foster in the episode notes, all of the links to everything, his movie, his IMDb, his Facebook, just so you can keep tabs on him. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, the one that you're listening to right now, because we have a ton of other great interviews and a lot of movie sequel reviews that are really exciting. We have a lot of them that are that we've already done and a lot of them coming up. So without further ado, here is Bill Foster. Bill? Hey. Yeah. How you doing? Good. I finally made it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. So yeah, I'm fascinated. Yeah, I know we only chatted for a few minutes the other day, but before you got on the line, uh, Steve told me a little bit about you. But I want you know the listeners to be able to know how did everything begin for you? Like, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up. I uh, started in uh, just outside Dallas. And we had a weekend farm out in South Wichita Falls, and we would go out there every weekend where my dad was raised. And in the sixth grade, we made the big move from the city to the uh, country. And I lived out there until I graduated and moved to college and became a teacher, a vocational agriculture teacher. And did that for six years and then became a principal for 15, a superintendent for 11. So I retired for 33 years in January of 2016. So that that's that's my history before the movie stuff. You know, I was farming and and ranching and little this, little that, along beside the uh, principal and superintendent stuff. So wow, always doing, I always staying plenty busy. Yeah. So over all that time until you retired, was there any point ever that you were like, you know, I want to become an actor, writer, director? Uh, writer, yes. <clears throat> the okay. acting and directing, no, but. I had written a novel, a novel. Of course, it was the typical first novel that was had all the typical problems with it. You know, you think <laughs> it's perfect till people look at it, and it's like, oh, I understand now. I got a lot of work to do. Uh, and so I wrote some uh, children's novels because I was novels, uh, children's books because I was an elementary principal, and uh, you know, I'd read them to the kids, and and so then I really dove into what I really love, and that's the western genre. And, and wrote three Western novels. I had one of them published. Uh, I waited till after I retired to have it published, so we, nobody, you know, say conflict of interest and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, wow, and awesome. uh, and then uh, I'm gonna have the second one will come out hopefully this fall. It's in its final edits right now. And so as far as the writing goes, that's where it goes. And eventually, you know, that's my next big project if I can even find the funding to make a movie out of it. Oh, that's because awesome. It, yeah, the, this funding in <laughs> my wife wouldn't let me do another movie like this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's but, pretty uh, fascinating. So you know, obviously you're done teaching. You know, when people retire, most of the time when people retire, they just hang out and they just relax. They play golf. Yeah, 
No, that's great that you're <laughs> you're keeping super active. You're writing, you're acting, you're directing, and you're and you you're doing it all. So mm-hmm. so how did it all begin that you actually were like, you know, this is something that I want to like dive head because what year did you retire? You said it was twenty sixteen? Yeah, January twenty sixteen. And and I was uh sitting there one night and saw an open casting call for the sun which uh, ended up starring Pierce Brosnan as the main character. And I got to work right beside him as a featured extra. And so, you know, that was a lot, a lot of fun. So I started applying for more movies, you know, as extras. And I always got a featured extra. Very seldom did I have just an extra where I just walking down the street, you know, and and just blended in. And um, I guess I like my ugly looks or something. I don't know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and so being a writer and I started writing the script and, uh, you know, I read an article once that said, if you want to act or in really anything in the movies, you take everything you can get for a while until you get established and whether it's paid, non-paid, uh, you know, anything that you can get, you take, and then you just hone your skills from there. So, you know, I did a lot of independence myself there the first couple of years and and um, would sit there and sit while I was doing it and make mental notes like, well, I don't want to make people do this or I'm going to do better on this or, or I'd love to do this. This was a great idea here. This is not working here and try to incorporate all that. And, and then when I decided to do my own movie, the, the script was about 30 pages long and I you know, had these great ambitions of filming it with an iPhone and making something really good and but different saying hey look what i did with an iphone and uh what went from three or four actors in an iphone quickly turned into uh, a regular videographer and now we're approaching over 200 we're well, well over 200 actors now wow that's amazing and everybody and so it it has grown like i can't i can't believe it. i pinch myself every once in a while just to see if it's real you know <laughs> what you know it's funny like you know people that do things later in life and actually experience stuff, you know, obviously you were a teacher, you know, you were a principal. So you know how to work with people, even though it's on the elementary level, you're still having to deal with so many different people all, all within such a short day. And then when you were on these movie sets, you saw things that worked right. And then things that worked wrong. So you want to make sure that, you know, you did it right when you had the opportunity. So I'm sure that's why people want to work with you. Well, thank you. You know, and I was superintendent the last eight years. I was yeah, that's even more. <laughs> and had 150 employees and an $11 million budget to deal with. And I know in some schools that's not a lot. In some schools that is a lot. So yeah. it's kind of a smaller size school, but yet, you know, you, you deal with all of that plus, you know, all the parents and kids and everything like that. And so organization was key when I went into the, movie business i told uh when we hired a videographer or he told me he's a cinematographer not a videographer but yeah. when i hired my cinematographer he's all of 21 years old and uh and i'll tell you about him in a second but but i told him and everybody that i worked with when i first started doing production meetings is it's going to be organized it's not going to be chaos it's not going to be a whole lot of sitting around uh we're going to keep people informed we're going to invite them we're going to tell them when they're going to act and, and try to and work with them as much as possible. This last Saturday we filmed for 12 hours, which is a normal day, but there was more sitting around on that, but that was just because the saloon was not air conditioned and we just couldn't get, it was 110 degrees in there and we just couldn't put everybody in there at the same right time. And so uh, we, we had to kind of cut some scenes and move some things around and just focus on smaller parts of the saloon 
And so we weren't able to use as many as we thought we were. You know, when I'm saying as many, 15 or 20 people are sitting around kind of waiting for their, their shot, and we'd use them as much as we could. But that was about as much sitting around as anything is done on, on my set. You know, we try to keep them busy so they stay actively engaged throughout the whole day. Yeah, and that keeps them on their toes. So, no, that's good. Oh, and yeah. I know it was really early footage, the the trailer. I talked to Jeff Davis the other day. So I was, oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a great thing to say about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and, he was uh, amazing. He's really neat, right? Oh, yeah. He upped everybody's game. As soon as he walked on set, everybody got better. Oh, me wow. included. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, we filmed, we did that uh, trailer on the first weekend we ever filmed. Uh, just two days of filming, we got that trailer pulled out of the, the footage. Uh, we're fixing to come out with another minute-long trailer or teaser, and then we're going to try to have, oh, by November or so, have a really good minute-and-a-half trailer, another really good, you know, longer trailer that tells more of the story because, we, of course, we film more, so we can include more people in it. And we try to pace them out so to keep people excited uh, because we're just about wrapped on the filming. And so, you know, now, it, you know, look on Facebook, it's just flooded with backstory. You know, behind the scenes pictures right now, everybody's excited from Saturday, and so we'll give it a while and get a third, you know, a, another trailer out so everybody kind of see that and see a different views that other people hadn't seen yet. So that's awesome, and it looks so cool. When I was talking to Jeff about like the town where they where where the film sets are, and they just look uh-huh. so cool. And I think I was talking to him about like, and, I, and I'll tell you, like Western, especially the way it's shot and the way everything just looks so period. It looks so cool. The gunshots, everything looks really good. So that's uh. Well, thank you. Yeah, there was one scene where uh, Jeff was walking down the street, and it was just happened to be cloudy that day, and we had our foggers going, and I'm and I was doing a lot of directing because you know I've been on both sides of the camera, and that day I got to do a lot of directing, and I was really focusing. And when they, I got behind the cameras watching, I I stood up, and, and I told my cinematographer, I said, "Pinch me." I said, "This looks just like hell on wheels." I said, if the whole thing turns out as good as this one scene with Jeff in it, we've got a hit on our hands. You know, it's one of those deals like, oh, wow, something just happened, you know. And uh, But Jeff, is Jeff's, uh, one of his scenes is going to be the opening monologue for the full movie. I mean, that's how much we think of his acting. I mean, it's great. Oh, that's and, amazing. Uh, that's cool you had that experience yeah. that you had, like, that epiphany while, while that, that was – you're behind the camera and you see that and you're like, oh, man, this is like – Cause this is your culmination. You wrote your, it's your vision. You, you wrote it. So it's gotta be pretty special. Now, would you ever see yourself? I know you did a little like extra work in some of the roles that you had. Would you ever mm-hmm. want to just, I'm sure you'd love being kind of in control. Cause you, you, you know what to do. Cause you've done it for so many years in a different sense. Would, would you ever want to be on somebody else's set or do you like being in charge? No, I'll still be on other people's sets. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're always learning. And, uh, you know, I was on the Robert Rodriguez just the other day and oh, uh, cool. I, m- I may have got cast for an extra for an upcoming series. And so, you know, I still do those. I don't cool. do many free ones anymore unless they're for friends, you know, cause I've kind of got past that point. Uh, cause you know, you do free ones for as long as you want to, but uh, I'm so busy with, with what I'm doing and the venue that we've got put in to, to I just really don't have time for all the freebies that come along. And then, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd be on somebody else's set, but you know, my next one, you know, I don't know. I want to direct it. I may act in it a little bit. I'm not going to be as much of an actor in it because I really like the director side, but I love the acting side too. So it's kind of a 50, 50 or maybe 60, 40 right now. Uh, 
but definitely going to have more, more, more personnel and more a bigger crew and a bigger budget on this next one. You know, that's awesome. Is that going to be the show? What is that? The showdown in the Guadalupe? Uh, no, we're going to look at. Uh, I heard the quail whistle. Oh, okay, cool. It's an unpublished book. That's the one that'll come out this fall. Oh, awesome. uh, and that's real. That's a neat one because I wrote uh, a couple of novels that, and my wife said, "You're always making the man the main protagonist. Won't you make a woman the hero? You know, heroine." So I said, "Okay." And it, I sat down, started thinking, and started writing this novel. And it, I think it really came out uh, nice. And uh, she won't. She she's my editor. She's an English teacher, and she wouldn't read it for a long time because. It, it was kind of violent at the very first, and, and so she wouldn't read it until she finally got past that point, and then she, she got into it. But you know, <laughs> she, she didn't want to read that first part where the kids get killed. And, but you know, that's just that was just part of her, the ladies that becomes the hero, of her background that I put in there. But but once she got past that, she was really good. So if she gives it a thumbs up, we're good. Happy wife, happy life. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> You know, we've got a couple of shorts we want to film between then and there just to show people what we can do. But, you know, when we sit down, I'll tell you about my videographer, uh, I met his mother first in another job I have. She was a school principal, and, and uh, I mentor first-year teachers. And so I was mentoring a teacher on her campus, and she told me about her son being a cinematographer. And so I met with him, and, and we just really hit off. A lot of people said, ah, you don't need to hire a 21-year-old. But he really impressed me, and that kid is amazingly talented. But uh, I also did it for another reason. is because, you know, I'm 57, and I know what I like to watch, but I wanted his generation to have their likes in the movie too. So, you know, we don't skip a generation. So it's a, hopefully it'll be a movie that 21, 25-year-old, that millennial age will like, and also the, the other adult group will like, and so we get a bigger audience that way. And uh, he's really taken off. He was basically homeless when we hired him. And now he's just so busy, he's having to turn down jobs because just that trailer and getting exposed by this, and it's really helped him out a lot. That's so, so cool that you're and, able uh, to do that. And that's cool that you think that way because there's some people that are older and they're, they're set in their ways like this is how I want to see it. But you're smart <laughs> having somebody younger. Well, you. So it's opened up to different eyes because – you don't know what, even me at the age of 32, there's things that I really uh-huh. like that I could probably go to a, a kid in high school. Like my wife's a middle school teacher. She teaches English. Oh yeah. I bet you there's kids that if I showed them a movie that I kind of like, that was from like the nineties or the eighties, they probably were like, Oh, this is so old looking. So it's great that you have yeah. those young eyes to uh, offer their take and help it out. Yeah. And my wife was, was a middle school English teacher also. So oh, okay. I know what your wife goes through day in, day out. But she, I know. she retired in in the May of 2016, but, but one of the stories I was going to tell is we sat down, the three of us, and uh, we started, you know, taking notes and talking and what we need and what was that and, and looking at different ways. And, and I, I told him, I said, I know we can go out and sell a strip and hopefully someday it gets off the producer's desk and we might, but, you know, how far along is that down the road? I said, we can also make a trailer from the script and how far would that get us? But I said, if we're going to make a trailer, this is your first feature film, my first feature film, let's make the full movie. So that way, when the distributor asks, let me see your movie, I like your trailers, let me see your movie, we say, here it is. Now, when we first started out telling people that, they said it was crazy. You're doing it all wrong. you got to <laughs> do this first, that first. And uh, I said, well, no, this is just the way we're going to do it. 
And uh, now we've gotten this far and talking to people that really know in the business because, you know, you start knowing a certain level of people. And then the deeper you get into the business, you know, that level goes up, up, up. And now about three layers up and they're saying, you know, that was the smartest move we made through the whole thing. Because uh, distributors, when they say, oh, we'll see a movie, if you guys say, well, it's going to be two years or a year, they say, well, let's put it on the shelf for a while. But now we can say, here it is. Would you like to see the whole thing or more trailers, more parts to it? And that that will help sell the whole thing. So we're keeping our fingers crossed on that. Yeah, it's a smart thing to do. I interviewed an actress and she was in one of those shorts that were like that. And they said that a same kind of story, but they didn't have the full movie. So when they were uh-huh. asked to, hey, do you have the full movie? They said, no, we could shoot it. It was still going to be like a short because it was a trailer going. It's like a short, but they couldn't get like two of the actors. So the whole thing was like kind of had the kibosh because it totally changed everything where you don't have the same actors that the people fell in love with. In the oh, trailer. yeah. So you did it the right yeah. way. Well, thank you. And, you know, there's that opportunity of overseas contracts and country contracts. I mean, it, it's just sales, I mean, and, you know, I'm learning so much as we go. When we first started this, they started, people would ask me, okay, who's this, that, and the other, and using the acronym. I said, guys, speak English. This is my first one. I didn't go to school this. You tell me, full deal. And, you know, we've got some real discussions on, on the hierarchy of ranking of names in the film industry on on site. I'm like, you know what, guys? I don't care what you title you put on people. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. You can title yourself whatever you want to be, but I could care less what your title is. Yeah. I need you to keep the actors in line. I need you to get the lighting. I need, you know, I need you to make sure everything's going right. And so, uh, you know, some, so it's been a learning experience for all of us, but, uh, it, it has been a, a great run, a great adventure. And you don't have to enjoy the journey. That's what I say. Yeah. Is there a lot of like uh, where you're at in, in Texas? Is there a lot of like little, uh, little kind of movie theaters that show Westerns that you'd be able to get it screened at? Oh yes. I, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I thought, well, if I can't sell it, I'm going to try to get it here and maybe there people might know me. And all. now people are starting to come to me and said, Oh, please, would you please, premiere it in our town we guarantee a red carpet full theater experience and so you know there's that other avenue that if we want and that might be something we even work with the distributor give us still that opportunity that uh we can take it and show it in the theater but in local you know small towns that hey the saturday night western is here and take some of the actors with us to sign autographs and oh, yeah. and meet with the meet with the uh customers and you know, I just want it to be, you know, an hour and a half, two hours of people can take their family to a movie and come out and feel like they've been entertained and they didn't worry about what's going on back at home. They didn't worry about the world progress or anything like that. They just kind of relaxed and enjoyed the movie and got away from everything. And it's a movie that kids can see, too, because my grandkids are in it. And so uh, my grandson actually makes his acting debut, never had acting classes in his life. And, and we filmed his, his some of his lines and his first one's in the church. And I'm standing up on pew watching the camera and watching him ceiling. Well, he got up, he just kept nailing the lines right. I finally just made a touchdown sign and said, that's a cut. Got it. Perfect. Right there. You know, that's, that's yeah. gotta be so cool. <laughs> it was. And, uh, 
he has a lot more lines and he's kind of a comic relief in the whole movie, but uh, it doesn't mean to be, but it just turns out that way. And so you can't have all serious in a movie. It's got to, you know, make you laugh every once in a while too. And make you take you on that emotional roller coaster. Yeah. I think you said it best to be able to have like a whole family go to the movie and enjoy it. And also escaping Mm -hmm. with a movie. That's like a period piece. You can kind of escape, you know, if it's a movie that's set today about something that horrible happens, it's not something yeah. that you can't really escape to. That's why I love when that movie's like a period piece, the way the clothing is and the setting. Everything looks so good in that trailer. So I'm sure all the footage that you've, you've wrapped on that's going to be in the new cut is going to be awesome. Well, thank you. And, you know, I wrote it in the old West style of the 1950 cinematography, cinematography uh, uh, style. If we could shoot it actually in that same color, genre i'd love to but they just don't make that anymore yeah excuse me but you know the hero that doesn't want to be the hero and later on i found out that's the greek mythology is based on that but i didn't do too well in that in school but, <laughs> but you know it's, it's the hero that doesn't want to be the hero like john wayne and jimmy stewart and all those that portrayed those westerns so well and you know you run in you go in try to save the, the town and and maybe get the woman maybe there's a love uh Set there or not, I don't, you know, it kind of leaves that open for the imagination because you know, you never knew where John Wayne actually got the woman or not sometimes. You know, there was always that, well, maybe he did, maybe he didn't kind of thought. And so uh, we got a little of that in there because, and, uh, but it's based on, you know, two Texas Rangers that one of them has retired from being a Texas Ranger because outlaws killed his family and his partner stays a Texas Ranger. And then one day, uh, his partner uh, meets up with him and gives him a commission letter from the governor. And he says, you know, I'm, I'm through rangering. I'm done. He said, well, you might want to read the letter. When he reads it, he realizes we're going after the same outlaws that killed his family. And so he decides to uh, be a ranger one more time, like one more ride. And so he tells his partner, you better you better be ready because we're not arresting anybody. We're going to de- kill them all or die trying one. Oh, so, wow. That's cool. <clears throat> so that's kind of the basis of the whole movie with a few other things thrown in there. That's awesome. So when you, so say if that happens that you're able to have that red carpet, would that be kind of surreal? You got to think how quick this journey has gone. It'll, it'll oh, be it, like, say, let's say if it happens in the spring, that'd be like about four years, less than four years. I don't know when you retired, but that you were able to go from beginning to end on something that you did. And people are <laughs> sitting in the audience and enjoying it. Like if I was you, I would sit like all the way in the back just to watch people's reactions the whole time. Cause I would get to just yeah. love that. Yeah. In fact, you know, I wrote a play and, uh, Brownwood here close to where I'm at, put, uh, performed a play. Oh, with wow. the Vietnam war era. And they performed it nine times and nine standing ovations. And, uh, and I, I didn't, I, all I did was, uh, met with the actors one, one or two times and, they had asked me questions, you know, kind of what I was thinking when I wrote it. And then I did exactly what you did. We said, just sit in the back of the audience and watch the, watch the people and their reactions and things of that nature. And that was very surreal to be able to do that too. So uh, it, it's been a, it's been a neat run on that. And, and even got some people talking to me about maybe trying to make that a movie. So uh, got plenty of work lining up. We can find it's the good. finances for it. That's, you know, yeah, I talk, that's so the key. So don't feel like you're the only person that does that. I've talked to a lot of actors, some famous that you, that you know, some not, and they do the same exact thing. Like they'll go to like that Saturday showing after the movie premiere to go check it out. And it, it, they just love to see people enjoy what they do because that's what 
you know, acting and making a film, you're letting mm-hmm. people escape and seeing them be able to escape for like you mentioned that hour and a half, two hours. It's just, it's, it's magic. Yeah. And just seeing them jump when they're supposed to jump, laugh when they're supposed to laugh. You know, that's a scary thought. You write something there's supposed to be funny. And what if nobody laughs? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and the first the first showing of the play had you know it's it's a very very roller coaster emotional. I mean, it goes from really high up laughing to really low down. I mean, there there's hardly a dry eye when they come out of the uh, at the very end, and to to hear them laugh on that first joke that I wrote in there, I was like, okay, they got it. Maybe we. <laughs> Maybe the rest of them is going to work too, you know. Get <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah, the sweat dripping off your eyebrow, and you could yeah. actually wipe it because it landed. That's so great. That's right. You're sitting there going, "Oh no, oh no, can they do it? Can they do it?" And then everybody laughs, like, "Oh goodness, thank goodness!" <laughs> oh, Bill, that's so awesome. Hey, you have to make sure you send me that uh, Facebook page and any like accounts okay. that you have for the movie and yourself. And what I'll do is I'll make you sure bet. you put it in the episode notes. So. Anyone listening, okay. go to the episode notes and they can follow along because the trailers, the trailer from then is get that good. So I'm sure with all the new footage, people would really love to check it out. You bet. Now, IMDb page has a lot of background and cool. Facebook does too. You know, people taking pictures and posting them. You know, I was talking to my wife last night. We're trying to find an avenue where we can take a lot of those pictures and put them in some type of book and sell them. And, you know, I know the people that will buy it mainly will just be the ones that's in it, but it'll give them a a, a memory of the whole movie from start to finish because you may only be in one scene, but here's all of a sudden pictures from all the scenes. Uh, and, you know, and and so hopefully we can get that put together and, and make a little bit of money, help pay some of the cost of what this production's cost us. But, uh, you know, my wife, she's one of our, my head PAs. I mean, she keeps things going. She she's amazing and never worked around a film in her life. And she just took off with this one and, uh, she, tell you how grounded she is. I, we ordered shot glasses, you know, the old West shot glasses has our logo on it. We opened them up and I poured a supposed to glass. And I told her, I said, let's toast to making a million dollars. She looked at me and said, let's toast to breaking even first. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so that <clears throat> the we get into this, everybody keeps telling me that's not going to be a problem. So, uh, I'm excited about just you know being able to say, hey, we did make something that people like. You know that was a, that was a thing. Um, I told people when when they auditioned and everything. I said, here's the deal. You know we're gonna we're gonna have fun. We're gonna make a great movie and we're gonna eat because a lot of places will give you a bag of chips and that's it, or tell you lunch break and you go find your own lunch. Yeah. So so I'm I've been able to keep up keep all three of those things. I said, you know, main thing is make a great movie. We're gonna have fun. If it's not fun, we need to do something different. And uh, so I, I think we're making a good movie and everybody's had fun while they're on set too. So that's, that's the main thing. Yeah, it's good. You're making it a great experience thinking about like making those keepsake books. And hey, of course your wife is going to be good with, you know, she, she's a middle school, she was a middle school English teacher, so she can handle all different people. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> she just knows. <laughs> that's awesome, Bill. Well, hey, thanks so much for taking the time. You've been great. And just hearing your story, just all the things you did. And then later on, you still, you dove into something that was so new, so different. And uh, it's working out for you. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. Wasn't Bill great? He is such an inspirational guy. And he really just loves what he does. And he loves the people that he works with. So don't forget to follow him on all the links that I put in the episode notes. And don't forget to follow us on all social media at sequels only. Good night.